to meet the sales quota after the first week on the floor. Both faced adversity. One kept moving forward, and the other fled in despair. There is a vast pool of wealth, known as other people's experience, that you can tap into. By examining the thought patterns of losers, you can isolate those aspects of yourself that are inclined towards losing and focus on what keeps you going. The fact that you're reading this right now tells me one of two things. One, you're someone looking for insight into your own thought processes and how to improve them. Or two, you were drawn in by the title, specifically by my choice of the word loser. The word loser has terrible connotations. It's the one that nobody likes to be associated with. It's like that red-headed booger picker at the back of the bus in high school. You don't even want to sit by him because he might literally rub off on you. Either one of these two possibilities is a good sign, for it means that you have cultivated a winner's mindset, whether you have recognized it as such or not. The word winner, like loser, has a powerful effect on people. Some people love winners. Others hate them. Winners are very polarizing by nature. Some people love losers. Others hate them. But most are ambivalent. Losers are worse than hated. They're ignored. Winners can't help but shine. And the brighter they do, the more they are loved and hated. Losers, sadly, can only become less and less relevant to the interests of humanity. Now, by losers, I don't mean victims, I don't refer to the physically or mentally impaired, and I don't mean diseased or poverty-stricken. By losers, I mean those who have adopted a losing, quitting, defeatist attitude. It should also be noted that I do not mean to imply that people are born losers or born winners. Winners are made, not born. Losers, too, are made and not born. In fact, people vacillate between these two ends of the life-as-game spectrum, and nobody is intransigently stuck in a rut or guaranteed to play a perfect game at all times. This book is divided into three sections. In the first section, we'll examine the foundation of loser's psychology. The second will delve into the winner's mindset. In the third chapter, Achieve Winningness, you will learn how to achieve a level of self-confidence that will stun your friends and adversaries alike. My intention in writing this book is to assist winners become better at winning and to assist losers to break free from the negative attitudes and habits of mind which hold them back from achieving their full potential. 1. The Loser Mindset 1. Failure Makes Winners Out of Losers To understand that basic fact, one must disassociate their negative preconceptions about the word failure. Success and failure are relative terms which exist on a spectrum with a lot of gray area in between the extremes. The only way that failure becomes a permanent state is when quitting follows failure. Failure is nothing more than the feedback one gets from taking a course of action or striving towards a goal. If your goal is to get to work on time, what happens when you come across a red light? You stop. You are blocked from reaching your goal. 
We all have those inconvenient stops, but we don't dwell on these lesser failures because we know that a green light follows the red. We don't stop the car and fall to the ground crying, pounding our clenched fists on the pavement, cursing the unfairness of the universe. Your failures are some of our greatest assets. These are troves of information to be evaluated and learned from. Other people's experience is so valuable because we can learn from it without having to repeat their failures. We can extract from that information the methods which did succeed. Why reinvent the wheel? The same principle applies to your own experiences. Take what you can out of it and remember what the failure taught you. 2. Losingness Losingness is the state of thinking, living, and acting as a loser. It is a